gathered here in your holy name, O Father. We stand upon those promises, O God, that wherever two or three are gathered in your name, that there you are in the midst of them. And Lord, we come to you, Lord, right now, Father. We bring our petitions, our supplications unto you, God. We look to you, O Lord, and we call upon your great name. Amen. Hear us, O Lord, and minister unto us. God, as you see every individual, every person, God, in this place, I pray that you administer, Lord, according, Lord, as you see, Father. Amen, Lord. Minister to us, Lord. Strengthen us. Strengthen the inner man in us, O God. Amen. Quicken us and lift us up, Lord, that we can abide with you, Lord, in your presence. God, in those heavenly places, Lord. Amen, God. And do a work, O Lord. Go before your people, Lord. Minister to the needs that they have, God. We pray, Lord, for renewal. We pray for restoration. We pray for revival, Lord. We pray for salvation and deliverance and healing, O Lord. We stand upon your word, O God. Lord, we ask you to minister to every need. Every family that is represented, God, you know, O Lord. Go before them, Lord. Whatever their material needs are, Lord. Whatever their financial needs. God, we ask you to let, have your way, God. Minister to your people. Bless us in this place tonight, Lord. Open up our ears that we may hear, Lord, and our eyes that we may see. And our hearts, Lord, that we can be converted unto you. Bless us, O Lord, that we can receive your word. Strengthen us by it, O God. Bind us together that we can be one body, Lord, and in one spirit, in one mind, in one accord. In this place, Lord, bless our praise, our worship, O God. And we carefully give you all the glory and the honor and the praise, Lord, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Let it be done, Lord. And let everybody say amen.
Thank you, Jesus, for this day that you have given us this opportunity that you give us to come before you today, oh Father God. I pray that you will bless those that give, watch and bless those that give all that they have, oh Lord Jesus. For you love a cheerful gift, Father. I pray that you have all grace upon that we may be able to have sufficiency in all things, oh Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 I'm going to sing one more song
It has been a little while. Amen. Even that little while seems like an eternity. Yes. When you're used to the house of God. Amen. And, uh, hallelujah. Don't like to you know, make any kind of decision. Seems like every time you do that, then you you wonder. But I, I guess the only thing I was kind of uh, uncertain about was the weather. Of course, we all know how that turned out. Yeah. And it did get a little cold, <laughs> so I'm glad we we did. Yeah. And I know I I was driving up here and checking on everything that come in. And, and check. I couldn't even get the front in the front door one day because it was frozen shut, so I had to go through the back. But uh, making sure everything was all right. But every time I walk in here, I just go, man. It's like I could. It was almost like I could have my own church and just love being in the house of God. But we're all still moving. That's the main thing. Whatever we're going through, we're all still moving and I hope we're thriving Amen. praise God thawing out Amen. Amen so uh, thank God for his goodness hallelujah just to get uh, an announcement out of the way finally I got together and decided on the dates that would be uh, uh, workable for the ministers that will be preaching to us next month so we decided uh, that we will start we will begin on February 12th which is a, which is a Monday and we'll be going to February 18th which is a Sunday a seven-day revival starting out with uh, brother Luke Wethy and brother Craig Marshall and uh, brother David Marshall will probably be ministering a service or two so uh, we're looking forward to that and that's just we all decided and, and we don't want to limit God we all discussed it and that's our starting point and we'll see what the Lord wills after that first week if it looks like we're going to be going on then we will go on but uh, so the 18th will be a, a day that we're going to basically be ho hopefully by then no what the Lord wills to do for us. And I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm hungry yeah. for the things of God. And I definitely do want revival. Mm -hmm. Amen. For myself and for everybody else. Amen. That really is hungry for the Lord. So uh, I just wanted to get that announcement out of the way. Everybody is looking forward to it. Uh, right now, uh, Brother Wethy, the church in Chitopa is in a meeting with Brother Ron Warren this week they start at Sunday and they're going till Sunday so pray for them in that service and then Brother Craig amen his daughter Cassie is getting married this Saturday so pray for them uh, we were hoping to make that but we weren't able to go so pray for them the wedding down there in Texas of course they're experiencing a little bit of what we've got but not too much but even 50 degree weather really interrupts them so but praise God, right. so pray for them, right. amen. I would, you know, I would enjoy being down there, 50 degree weather, but that's nothing, you know. But that would have been nice to be there, but we, it didn't work out for us, so just pray for them. They send their greetings, 
Amen. I spoke to Brother Craig the other day, and then this morning I spoke to Brother Luke. And uh, Sunday, Sunday greetings and praise God. And you're all looking forward to being here. Amen. To, with you saints, the saints of the Livingstone Apostolic Church. So I just want to pass that along to you and praise God. Amen. I think uh, our, our weather did take everybody by surprise. And uh, they did not think we would accumulate that much snow, but we did. And I guess we're, we're expecting a little bit more. I guess even tonight, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe a few more inches added on to what we already received. So praise God anyway. Amen. Amen. That's what winter's all about. And I was just... Uh, Praise God. Wanting to see how our return would be like. Praise God as we came into this place and I was going to see, amen, just feel after the Spirit and just see, amen, how much everybody really missed. Amen. <laughs> when you miss something, Praise God, you're going to exert, amen, a little more energy, a little more excitement, a little more love. Praise God, because when you miss something, especially something that is good, hallelujah, you just don't want to be quiet about it. And it's good to see everybody. Amen. It's been a while. It's been a little while that I was thinking to myself, I, I, I've kind of forgotten how you look like. <laughs> but now that we're back together, now I know. I said, okay, I started matching up faces with names. And I said, okay, there, I know, I remember who you are. Praise God. But it's, it's good, you know, it's just to miss the house of God. Yes. To miss it. Can you imagine how God's people felt? Can you imagine how they felt when they came back after 70 years of captivity? Wow. They, they were able to return to the land that they lived in, the city of Jerusalem, the surrounding area. Can you imagine what it's like to walk, amen, into all the rubble, what once was the city of Jerusalem, the walls and the gates, and the buildings and to find it just raised to the ground and to trying to make some kind of recognition out of all that destruction can you imagine how they felt obviously being there all those years especially the elders that amen survived the 70 years coming back and just trying to remember in their mind how everything looked even how it felt Praise God. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Hallelujah. That old expression we we mention every now and then, absence makes their heart grow fonder. Yes. Does that really affect you? Praise God. When you miss the things of God, it's just like so then for them to recover from all that trauma of being taken away and of course seeing all that destruction and you know devastation and even death even God's judgment 
but yet he's promised a remnant that he would bring them back. Things would be restored. Things would be restored. Isn't that great when God can promise us restoration? That's what revival is all about. Whatever you lost, whatever was taken from you, whatever was stripped from you, God can replace it. Amen. God can give it back to you. Amen. But that's basically up to you and what you desire. The things of God that you desire. Amen. In your life. That's something. I think about that. And uh, hallelujah. When God makes a promise, he makes a promise. Yep. And he keeps his promise. So whatever it is, you know, you know, I mentioned that at the beginning of the year in our service that eve before the new year, I mentioned that beginning this is a new year to you. This is the beginning of months. Can you imagine being given an opportunity to start things over new? Praise God. Everything that you experience everything that you were confronted with is all behind you and all you have to look forward to is the new yes right can you imagine that yep how many of you how many of you does that even kind of come to your mind all you have to look forward to is the new all things are passed away and behold all things become new so all you can look forward to is the new things, not the old things. Yep. I'm not looking forward to the old right things. Now, That's right. behind us. That's right history. Yep. Praise God. I'm just looking forward to the new. Whatever the Lord has in store for you and I. This year, amen, even in all this, all what is happening in this country and all over this world, whatever God has in store for us, Amen. Amen. Let me tell you something. If you don't know it already, seems like the devil is working with more intensity than he has ever before. And it just seems like when we get a victory, it seems like that victory is just so quickly, amen, taken from us. And so here we are in the heat of the battle. We have to get it back again. And it's not going to be for those who are faint of heart. Amen. It's going to be for those who really want to make heaven their home. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Who really want to live for God. Yep. To overcome. I mean, this is the hour yep. to be an overcomer. Yeah. Amen. Amen. To really grab hold of the things of God. Amen. Amen. Otherwise, if you don't, amen. The truth of the matter is, there's going to be a, such a great struggle. Amen. And then, Hopefully never surrender. Praise God. And you would do everything you can to fight. To stand and to fight. I received an email the other day. Reaching out to everybody. Of course everybody knows I'm a Republican. I'm not ashamed of that. Of course I don't agree with a lot of things. About some Republicans. And what they're doing. But I received an email saying. It's time for all people that are. Members of the Republican Party. To stand up and to fight. You know what that means. Yep. Yeah, let, me, let me say it. Not just Republicans, Democrats, right. independents, right. anybody right. that wants to stand for what is right. Yeah. 
right. Yep. Praise God. Amen. Stand for the truth. Stand up and make a difference. Don't be a coward. Right. Right. Stand up. Praise God, because that's what it's going to take. <clears throat> Amen. Those that want to. Yeah, hallelujah. Stand up in the heat of battle. My, my. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Even though we're, amen, a little bit cold and maybe frozen. Maybe we're warming up to the fire of the Holy Ghost. That's the only way that you're going to. Amen. You're going to be able to come out of the cold. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I love the Lord. Amen. And I, I want to turn your attention tonight to the book of uh, Matthew chapter 22. Praise God. Good to see everybody. Amen. Yes. Good to see everybody. Matthew chapter 22. Hallelujah. We'll begin with, uh, just to do a little backtracking, I guess. Uh, we'll begin with verse number 29. If everybody has it, say amen. Amen. Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do error. Not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry, nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God in heaven. But as touching the resurrection of the dead, have you not read that which was spoken unto you by God? saying, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Amen. <laughs> and when the multitude heard this, they were astonished at his doctrine. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Amen. Does everybody hear that? Amen. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. He's the God of the living. Amen. You think about that. The Apostle Amen. Paul, as everybody credits the book of Hebrews with, amen, said this in Hebrews 6, in verse number 1, he said, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection. Let us go on unto perfection, 
not laying again the foundation of repentance from <clears throat> dead works and a faith toward God of the doctrines of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. Then he says this, and this will we do if God permit. Hallelujah. That's something, isn't it? This will we do if God permit. I just want to go on and uh, let me let's let's follow that. Let's follow that. Let's let's just kind of go on a little bit here in what he's saying here. And so he says this. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift. What do you think he's talking about? The Holy Ghost. And we're made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. That's you and I. Every person that has ever obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ and understand what New Testament salvation is all about. Mm -hmm. When we've obeyed the commandment of God and we've done what he instructed us to do, as the Bible says in Acts 5.32, he gives the Holy Ghost to them that obey him. Amen. Praise Amen. God. So because we have obeyed, he's given us the Holy Ghost. And that's what he's talking about. The powers of the world to come. The power of the world to come. We cannot experience, amen, heaven unless we are filled with the very spirit that makes heaven, heaven. Amen. Amen. As somebody once said, I think it was Brother... Amen. Uh, uh, he preached this, this summer at peak, but he said, how can you have God without God? But Ari Prado. How can you have God without God? <laughs> Go figure that out. Praise God. Can't do it. Can't have God without God. How can you... Why do you think you can have God when you don't want the Holy Ghost. You cannot have God without God. I'm talking about the baptism. And that's what he's talking about. How can we go on unto perfection? We've laid the, you know, we, we, we've laid the, the leaving the, the principles of the doctrine. The first principles, the elementary principles. This is what has gotten us into the kingdom of heaven. This is what has provided an entrance to us so that we can... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Remember what we said? He's the God of the living and not of the dead. Right. Yes. So what we've done as far as obeying God's word, we've learned, praise God, that once we apply his word to our lives and we've come by way of repentance, we come by way of death to sin. What does God do? He fills us with the Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking in another tongue. As the Spirit of God gives the utterance. That's your that's a witness that you have been born again. Amen. Born from
from above. Praise God. And so this is what Paul's talking about. So he's saying that have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. If they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. I want to remind you that every time that you allow yourself to withdraw, to draw back unto perdition, that's, let me, let me put it this way, that's like walking on thin ice. If there's anything that's going to keep me prayed up, is what he says in the scripture verse. If they shall fall away to repentance, to, to renew themselves again unto repent, repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to his open saints. So in other words, guess what's going to happen? Every time, and you know what? Every backslider knows this. It, it isn't easy getting back to that place. Are you listening to me? Yes. Yes. And, and you might say, well, I'm not backslidden, Pastor. Well, that might be fine. You may not be living in sin, but are you praying through? Yeah. Right. Are you speaking in tongues? Yeah. Woo. Because God is the God of the living and not of the dead. Amen. 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 For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it and bringeth forth herbs... Meet for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. But, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. So here we see, that's God's will. It's God's will. Everybody listening? It's God's plan for us to live. You might say, I am alive. You know what the Bible said about Adam? The Apostle Paul made a statement in the book of 1 Corinthians 15 when he said that right around verse number 40 some. Amen. Uh, praise God. He said this. The first man, Adam, was a living soul. The last man, Adam, was a quickening spirit. So when you read that, the first man, Adam, was a living soul. He was soulish. He was soulish. In other words, he was pretty, amen, sensitive and obedient to his soulish needs. Praise God. That's, <laughs> praise God. Here's something, you know, I, I could go, man, I tell you what, there's a lot of ways I could go with that if I really wanted to. But I want to stay on track. But amen. You know what that means? That we're so sensitive to our carnal needs. Our carnal nature. The first man, Adam, was soulish. In other words, guess what? He was alive to all his senses. And he let his senses govern or dictate what he did. He was a soulish person. Praise God. You might say to yourself, I am very soulish. Yes, you're sensitive to your carnal needs. 
Praise God. But he said the second man, Adam, was a quickening spirit. In other words, a life-giving spirit. That's the, the one that we should be, amen, trying to emulate. Amen. Why? Because the Bible says God is the God of the living and not of the dead. This is just a little Bible study. I just, just a little Bible study. Praise God. But it's something to, as Paul, as Peter said, I'm bringing things by way of remembrance. I'm letting it come before you. I want everybody to take a really good look. Because obviously the Lord laid this on my heart for a reason. Because he knows. Yes. Woo. I hear so many people uh, say this all the time. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Praise God. I know what it is. The first question I ask when people don't know why it is, why you struggle, why is it you struggle? My first question is this, are you praying? That's where they stop. That's where they get silent. Because if you're not praying, you're not staying. If you're not praying, you're not sensitive. Sensitive to the Spirit, to God's Spirit. If you're not praying, you're not doing that. That's why you struggle. Remember, he's the God of the living and not of the dead. Building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. There's something about the Holy Ghost. When you feel that burden, when you feel that need, when you feel it and you get down on your hands and knees and you pray, you pray through the Spirit. Don't stop because you feel God's goodness. Don't stop because you feel that burden lifted. Don't stop until you speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. Then you know you have prayed through. Because God is the God of the living and not of the dead. Right. Amen. Amen. Well. Romans chapter 6. Ah, we all know this. We should know it. Verse number 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? There's two questions there. Shall we continue in sin? Then he says, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? What shall we say then? What shall we? What is the answer to the dilemma of living for God? Because that's what Paul's talking about. Living. Everybody say living. Living, living for God. Living for God. If you pay enough attention to what he's talking about, he's talking about life, either living for God are living in sin. He's making a distinction. So he says, what shall we say then? How are we going to? What's the answer? What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. No! How shall we? Now look what he says. How shall we that are dead to sin 
live any longer therein. So in other words, if we have died out to sin, why should we be living in sin any longer? If we're dead to sin, you know what sin is? Well, read the Ten Commandments. Read Galatians chapter 5. You know what sin is. Read Romans chapter 7. The motions of sin that are in your body. Amen. Because when you live in sin, guess what sin does? Here's the thing. It's not really that deep. But here's the thing. Sin separates you from God. So because it separates you from God, guess what? When you're living in sin, you never even live for God. You're dead to Him. He becomes, hey, hey, guess what? Spiritual death. That's what it's all about. That's what Paul's talking about. Spiritual death. You're not living for God. You're living in sin. So if you're living in sin, you're obviously living to the will of yourself, the will of the devil. But you're not living for God. Am I making sense? Amen. Am I helping you to understand? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why he said that, how, you know, he said, shall we continue and send that grace? No, 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 no. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer than, in other words, if we have died out, if we have died out, why are we even living in sin anymore? In other words, let's quit adultery, let's quit fornication, let's quit Amen. Amen. Praise God. Lying. Right. Yes. Let's quit all those things. Let's quit right. being, amen, a murderer. Yeah. Let's quit being full of uh, hatred, yeah. variance, yeah. disobedience, rebellion. Let's, the list goes on and on. Let's quit all that. Yeah. Let's die out to it. In other words, you're not going to live that way any longer. Right. Yeah. So if you want to know what to do, open up the Word of God. Right. You know, uh, there's a scripture. Uh, praise God. I don't know if I can find it. Let me, let me see if I can find it. Uh, uh, mm, help me. Uh, Proverbs 21. I believe it is. Proverbs 21. Let, let, let's go there. Just quick, quick, quick. Like, uh, I'll, I'll add this to what I'm sharing with you and I, I won't even charge you for it. And, and this is what it says. I believe it's Proverbs 21. Let me get it right first. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Oh yes, it is. Verse number 16. The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. I'm saying this because I want you to understand what it is. Let me tell you something. This is a new year. Remember we, and I hope we did, we, we made a New Year's resolution. We resolved that we were going to start off on the right foot, living for God this year. Living for God. Not living for ourselves or living in sin or living for Satan, but living for God. So we're coming to that place of understanding. We're coming to, we're, 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 we're going to deal with it. So amen, like he said here, amen, that the man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. So I want you to understand this. I want you to be aware of what God is speaking to you because, you know, it's not really that complicated. Mm -hmm. So 
Well, let's go back to the book of Romans. Praise God. I, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he says in the book of Romans, where we read, But shall we say then, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin? How many of you are dead to sin? Amen. There's a few voices. Amen. How many of you are dead Amen. to sin? Amen. Live any longer therein. Knowing not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Amen. Amen. Guess what? He died. Am I right? He died for our sin. He didn't die for his sin. He wasn't a sinner. He died for our sin. Let's make it personal. He died for your sin. He died for each and every one of us. So amen. After he gave up the ghost, they took his body down. They laid it in the tomb. Amen. Because he died for our sin. He died for my sin. He died for your sin. Amen. So they laid him in the tomb. So how are we going to, amen, bring that to a place where we can understand? Because he died for us. We ought to die to sin. Yes. Amen. Amen. So that's why he brings in, knowing not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Who says baptism is not necessary? You're deceived. You don't see the truth. That's right. Amen. I can't remember the Spanish brother's name, but we were out to Brother Skinner's before he moved to Florida. We preached out there in Loveland. In Jesus' name. He showed me a photograph on his phone. There, Brother Skinner had him. He was going under the water like this. Right as he was going under the water, the, his body was under the water. You could see a, a dark, amen, demonic spirit coming up above him. It was coming up, and you could tell which direction it was going. He said, that was the devil. I said, yes, it was. He said, pray for me, Brother Marshall. I can receive the Holy Ghost. I will. He did. About a couple weeks afterward, he received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But who says there's no power in water baptism? That is not necessary. The Bible says, amen. That's how we, amen, we bruise the serpent's head. Amen. When we die out to sin, guess what? So all of you that were baptized in Jesus' name, do not take your water baptism for granted. Right. That's just part of it. It's not all full salvation because you need the influence of the Holy Ghost with the evidence to speak. Why is it? Because that symbolizes your resurrection from the dead. Amen. Yes. Therefore, as we were, we were, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Did you realize this? This is, this is a witness to John chapter three, verses one through seven, the born again experience. For verse number five: For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall 
be also in the likeness of his resurrection. In other words, yes, we've been water baptized, we've been planted in the likeness of his death, but guess what? Also in the likeness of his resurrection. Amen. 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 We sing about it tonight. Yes. Greater is he that is in you. Yeah. Right. Amen. Woo. Amen. Come on, saints. Amen. Time for you to comprehend. Right. Yeah. Time for you to understand. Amen. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Yep. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Mm -hmm. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we should also live with him. Wow. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. Guess what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I want you to understand when you're uh, filled with the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, death doesn't have any dominion over you. That's right. You're walking around in that in the spirit, in that yes. in that power of his resurrection. Right. Death isn't gonna have any dominion over right. you. It cannot guess what? He resurrected. Yeah. That's the same spirit that overcame hell. It's yeah. the same spirit you and I are filled yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Death hath no, no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. So look what he says. He said, I want to make this correlation. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So in other words, if he experienced the same power of death, burial and resurrection. Guess what? You and I are experiencing the same power of death, burial, and resurrection. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 Remember, he's the God of the living right. and not of the dead. Amen. Amen. Woo. I'm just getting warmed up. Yes. Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2, let's go there, Colossians chapter 2, amen, after the book of Philippians, Colossians chapter 2, verse number 11, in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. In other words, he, by water baptism, is New Testament circumcision right. cutting off the sins of the flesh Amen. buried with him in baptism wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who has raised him from the dead Woo! so you and I experienced symbolically he died physically but guess what? We, we were dead spiritually because of sin. So because we, we've obeyed the scripture, guess what? <clears throat> now we're being spiritually resurrected. A new life. You ever, you ever wonder why that? Pay attention, everybody. 
Uh, you know, I, I, I could probably even go into that, go, go that direction about this, but you know when Paul says that he took the sting out of death? Mm-hmm. You know how he took the sting out of death? He overcame death. Right. You know how we can take the sting out of death? We can overcome death. How? By the resurrection, resurrecting spirit of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 That's right. Yeah. Amen. Death will not have, that's why he said, death will have no dominion over you. Yes. Amen. Wow. And you being dead in your sins, verse number 13, and the uncircumcision of your flesh hath he quickened, look what he says, quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Quickened together with him. In other words, when he resurrected, Wow. Wow. That's right. yeah. <laughs> Woo. When he resurrected, yeah. open the door for you and I so that we can be resurrected. Amen. 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 That's right. Now we are no longer dead in our sins. That's right. Amen. Amen. My, my, my. Ephesians says the same thing. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 1. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. You hath he quickened. He has made alive. Julia, you know, I want to share something with you. The other day when, when we dropped, when I dropped you guys off and we were going in, hauling stuff into your apartment, you know how your side was all snowed in, but the other side was all clear. <laughs> uh, the character that lives next to them, he's something else. He's a Satanist. And he prays and he conjures up spirits and the spirits go over there and they've been tormenting these kids, but they've been praying and overcoming been a been something a concern of mine so i prayed of course brother david several others brother rich he went in and prayed and discerned that spirit brother david discerned it and amen so i've been praying i pray for my family i pray for my 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 daughter and my grandkids pray for lord you put your covering over but guess what greater is he that is in me that is in the world every time they pray guess what happens he panics and he heads outside he can't stand the presence of god Amen. My wife and I were talking about it a few days ago, and I said, you know what? I said, I'm praying for that person. I said, if God doesn't save him, I want God to move him. Yep. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. I walked by there the other day. I'm saying this because when I walked by there right away, you know, I thought to myself, it was evening time, and their, their upstairs was lit up, and I just looked up there just to glance up to see if anybody's looking around. Nobody was up there, but when I glanced up there and I started to, you know, my mind was on God, and I started to pray, and it was like the Lord said, just hold on. Amen. You know what I felt? I felt righteous indignation. Wow. I felt it come up. You know when I cast devils out of people, I feel the gift of faith come, and it just rises up. It's, like, it's hard to explain that feeling, but it just rises up. And amen, I felt that when I, when I walked in, I felt that, ooh, and it was like the Lord said, just hold on, because I'm going to deal with him. Thus saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
Now, now, let me share something with you. And all you young people that you do not really understand or comprehend what it is to be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's not something that, an experience that you can say that you can have every now and then. Right, right. You are you are. God never gave us the Holy Ghost so that we can be filled with the Holy Ghost every two weeks or every month. He gave us the Holy Ghost so that we can be filled every day. Amen. Amen. That we can live. That's right. That we can live. Everybody hear me? He said, and that's what he said. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. So it should be an everyday experience that we're filled with the Holy Ghost. We're made alive. Because you ever notice this? Now pay attention. You ever notice this? When you allow yourself to even quench the Spirit of God, guess what happens? You get all these attacks. The devil knows that you're not where you should be so guess what you give him you give him the authority to afflict you amen amen if you don't believe me read Psalms 125 and you wonder why we wonder why he's given us power he's given us Holy Ghost power yep Praise God. Amen. Oh, don't, you know, don't misunderstand me. We all, we all experience, we all encounter, we all confront spirits. But guess what? What did Paul say when he told Timothy? He's not giving us the spirit of fear. But of love and of power, and of a sound mind. Right. Amen. Amen. So when they come against us, guess what? You just have to be resolute. I, 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 I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Yep. What do you think you're doing? Yep. Amen. The Word of God is true. Paul, you know, Paul said this in Galatians chapter 5, verse number 7. He said this, be not deceived. Don't be deceived. And I, you know, here's, here's the thing. I know some of you young people are more intelligent. I know you're, you're intelligent. I know you're smart. But guess what? Please don't be ignorant when it comes to God's word. Amen. Can I can I say it? And please don't get mad at me. Don't be dummies. Because you could be willingly ignorant. You could just will. Guess what? You could just be willingly defiant, willingly rebellious, willingly disobedient. Guess what? It's going to cost you something. Here, here's something that just. It's, it, I feel, and I feel, I feel it, and it just kind of, I, I guess it stirs me up. I'm, 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 I guess I could be honest with you, it frustrates me. 
But it seems like people are saying, I'm always losing ground. Why are you losing ground? When you sh you're standing on the ground that God gives you, stand on it. Yep. Don't back up for anybody. Amen. 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 That's right. That's right. Stand That's your ground. Yes. Amen. Greater is he that is in you. Greater is he that is in you. Amen. Don't let the devil push you back. That's right. Not even one inch. Because if you give him an inch, he's going to take a mile. Yeah. Remember, you have the Holy Ghost. Yes. Woo! Be not deceived. God is not mocked. That's right. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Yep. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. It's what you and I plant. It's what we sow. Yep. It's what we sow. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. In other words, decay, death. You're going to reap corruption. If you, if you sow to your flesh, let me tell you something, saints. How, how long have I been saying this in the past few years? We need to overcome our flesh. Yeah. We need to overcome, amen, our carnality. Amen. We could be, praise God, way up there in the heavenlies if we would just allow the Holy Ghost to have liberty. Amen. Instead, we're always battling. Yeah. And here's a question. I wonder why. Yeah. I wonder why. Why it is? That's why. Here we go again. I'll, I'll say it maybe the 1,001 time. That's why you're not happy. Amen. That's why you don't have the joy of the Lord. Amen. That's why you don't have peace. Yep. And that, here's the thing. It's important for you to have the love of God. Yeah. Because if you have the love of God, you know the Bible says... Amen. You're going to be able to overcome fear because Amen. perfect love casts out fear. Yep. Amen. Amen. So that's why it's important to love God. You know how much you love your mama? You know how much you love your daddy? You should. If you don't... <laughs> How much you love your wife? Oh. How much you love your husband? Uh-oh. How much you love your brother? Your sister? If you don't love him? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But if you, love, if you love God first, if you really love him, if you really let that agape love just permeate through your whole being, guess what? You're not going to have a problem. I guarantee you, if it intoxicates you, you're not going to come in with that downcast countenance. Right. Amen. Amen. Here, here. I'm the only one that can be grumpy. Are you listening? Is it Decatur? But Decatur? Zeta, Isabella, 
dash Marshall Joe Alora Gabe Hunter Anaya Jordan Praise God. I'm praying for a miracle, Jordan, that I can make it into your circle of trust. I think I'm pretty close. Making my way in there. Why, why, why am I saying that? Love. When you really love God, Brother Brother Jubal, Brother Gary, every one of us, when we really love God, guess what's going to happen? That love is just going to transcend every other emotion we have. It's going to put His peace in us because we love Him. Guess what? When you love somebody, you're just going to be just so attracted. It's like going to be like a, a magnet. He's just going to draw you. And so because of that love, you're not going to notice anything else. It's going to be like them, that stare that I seen Sister Sierra give Alex years ago. It's still there, though. And just like I, I told Sister Stephanie, I don't mean to embarrass him. I said, hey, there's something going on there. But it's good. Praise God. That kind of love. It's just drawn. It just... So if we love God, that's what's going to happen. He that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit. Now, here's the thing. If you sow to the flesh, you're going to reap corruption. You're going to reap death. You're going to reap decay. You're going to reap chaos. You're going to reap destruction. All that's going to happen because you sow to the flesh. Amen. There's no, there's no life in the flesh. I'm talking about spiritually. You might be breathing, your heart might be beating. Yeah, yes, physically you're living, but spiritually, boom. So that's what happens when you live in the flesh. That's why we just seem like there's nothing there. We're just out of it. I mean, hey. And then you say, it's the end. Why? Because no life, death. That's why we just kind of. Drag our feet in. Not all there. Yeah. Why? No lie. Amen. But he says, but he that soweth to the Spirit. Everybody looking at that scripture? That's in verse number 8. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit, look what it says, reap life everlasting. It's been how many years since I've been filled with the Holy Ghost? And it gets better and better every year. Every day it gets better and better. Amen. Because the Spirit reaps life everlasting. Right. Long lasting. Right. Amen. Never ending. It's better than Energizer batteries. Yes. Praise God. You'll take a licking, but you'll keep on ticking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that Timex? Okay, all right. I thought, that, I thought that was the Energizer Bunny. I don't know my commercial. Praise God. You know what I mean. Yes. 
You're not going to die out. You're going to live. Why? Because you're full of the Holy Ghost. Remember, He's the God of the living and not of the dead. Yeah. Everlasting life. Did you notice? And I could go further and further on, but I got to hurry up. But did you know this? Did you know this? That He said, in that life, He said, you're going to dig up both the old and the new. <laughs> hey. If there's anything I'm going to get out of you young people, it's that boredom. Right. Well, I'm bored. Why? Because you're not full of the Holy Ghost. That's right. That's what a dead mind and a dead spirit will give you, boredom. But if you're full of the Holy Ghost, guess what? He brings out the old and he brings out the new. Amen. Hey, talk about beating Galatians chapter 2, verse number 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live, look what he says, in the flesh. See, that's the problem. We're not living that life in our flesh. Man, <laughs> I was thinking about that. We were talking about that. Brother David was here. We were talking about that anointing oil, that that concoction that the Lord gave instructions to Moses to have them make the apothecaries, to make that concoction, that anointing oil. He said, there's only one like it. There's only one anointing oil like this. There's only, you can make it a certain way. There's only one like it. There's, and don't try to duplicate it. It's the only one of its kind. Did you realize this? Now, here, here's, here's the beautiful thing about this. Did you realize this? The Lord made his own anointing oil to be used in the ministry of the tabernacle and of the temple. Whenever the priests were in there, whenever they engaged, whenever they consecrated, and whenever they were amen, consecrated for the ministry uh, and dedicated to the ministry, that anointing oil was, was put upon them. There was only one anointing like that. Did you realize this? Just one anointing. And, and could you imagine the fragrance of it? A beautiful fragrance. There's no other smell like it in the world. Nothing can compare to it. You know what that's the type of? The Holy Ghost. God's given us the Holy Ghost. There's no other anointing like the anointing that you and I have. There's no aroma as beautiful as the aroma of the Holy Ghost. And he's given it to you. That's that life. The life that I now live. The life which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You know what? Uh, uh, this, is, this is what that means. He said, I'm crucified with Christ. He goes through the... He mentions everything. Nevertheless, I live. You know what this means? He said, when Christ died, I died. When Christ resurrected, I resurrected. Right. Right. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Amen. Amen. So this life I now live. 
I now live by the faith of the Son of God who gave himself. So that's what it is. We live by the faith of the Son of God. You know, there's something about the Holy Ghost. That's why saints, it's really going to be something the next few days and weeks and months ahead going into 2024. Everything that we are going to experience is going to be because of what we are going to do as far as our involvement, engaging. Working, praying, fasting, seeking God. You're not going to reach any level of success unless you really put it out there. It's not going to come just because you want it to come or you wish it to come. It's going to come because you are going to sacrifice. Amen. Amen. Did you realize this? And I, 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 want to go, I don't want to get sidetracked here, but did you realize this? That in the feast of the seventh month, did you realize this? That when they began the feast of tabernacles, the priests were instructed to bring sacrifices on the 15th day. The sacrifices started out with 13. 13 animals, 13 rams, 13 bullocks, and so on. And as the next day came, it went down to 12. Then the next day, it went down to 11. You'll read that for seven days until they came to that one. They came to that one sacrifice, the, the regular sacrifice. What does that mean? The intensity of the, of the time, the, the, the seventh month feast, the open book feast, the intensity of what is going on, preparation. Preparation for even the ultimate celebration of feast, the Feast of Tabernacles in the heavens. Amen. Preparation. Amen. But it was gonna it was based upon sacrifice. Amen. It's not just gonna be, amen, uh, just uh, uh, what we, we we would say a, 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 a normal sacrifice. No, the intensity even has to be more. Amen. We even have to sacrifice more. And if you're not used to sacrificing, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So guess what? The intensity of it is even going to be, it's going to double. So how much are you willing to sacrifice? So you think about that. Romans chapter 8 verse number 10 says, And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. If Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. Sin is not, not going to be alive in your body. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. 
Something about the Holy Ghost when you are led of the Holy Ghost. When God quickens you, He'll lead you. When God quickens you, He'll give you understanding. He'll, he'll speak to you, give you revelation. That's something about the Holy Ghost. So because of that, but the Spirit of the Spirit is life because of righteousness. So He'll reveal His righteousness. We'll be walking in His right. When we walk in the Spirit, guess what? We're walking in His righteousness. Amen. But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, no, you notice He says this. But if mm -hmm. it all hinges on your Desire, your hunger, your thirst. Guess what? Revival's not going to happen just because we want it to happen. Oh, I want revival. How much are you willing to pray? How much are you willing to repent? How much are you willing to fast? Woo! Humble yourself yes. to God's will. Amen. How much are you willing to come to the house of God? Amen. 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 You think about that. How much are you willing to do all that? Praise God. So if we really truly desire it, it's going to be because... We're going to sacrifice. Amen. We're going to present our bodies a living sacrifice. Guess what, saints? I believe this with all my heart. When we come to that place where we can just, uh, amen, without any kind of limitations. Just praise God. Open ourselves up to God. Open yourself up to His will. Open yourself up to His Spirit. You do that. You just watch God open the doors for you. Amen. If you open for Him, He's going to open yes. for you. Right. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. That's right. You think about that. If you really want it, how much do you want it? Yes. Right. Amen. How much do you want it? Amen. Hallelujah. How much do you really want it? How much are you going to do what you can to get your hands on it? Amen. How much Amen. are you going to make it hurt? Because yes. Yes. You, you won't get it just sitting back and wishing. So he says, but if him, but if, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. So he's going to quicken our mortal bodies. Quicken. Make alive. Make alive. When we're alive in Jesus Christ, guess what? We're going to live for him. Amen. That's why the Bible says that. Paul says that. Amen. That if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. I just want to stay on track. What about you? I just want to stay on track. That you put off concerning 
the former conversation, the old behavior, the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. My, my, my saints. I want God to move mightily. Yes. Amen. I want the Lord to move mightily. I want to see, praise God. I want I want to see a demonstration of His Spirit yep. and of His power. Amen. And the only way that's going to happen, you know what He said? Let no flesh glory in His sight. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Worship team. Yep. When you come in here, come in here ready. Amen. Come in here praying. Yep. Come in here like you really want to lift him up. Amen. It's going to make a world of difference. Yes. And all you saints, if you really want God to move for you, come in here like you yes. want it. Amen. Amen. Yes. Come in here like you want God to do something yes. for you. Come in here praying. Don't be sitting there talking, yep. visiting. Amen. Praise God. Amen. As soon as that, when it starts, a half hour before, come in here praying. Yes. Come in here seeking God. Amen. Petitioning him. Yes. And then guess what's gonna happen? The Lord says, Hey, these these people are serious. That's right. They're not fooling around. Praise God. Thank you very much for your patience, for your time. We shall see everybody this weekend, Sunday, back to our regular service. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. Be with another Jesus name. Have a good evening.